0: Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast for developing a long-lasting happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in marriage counseling. Remember, you can contact me on the Dr. Wyatt Show Monday through Thursday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time with your marriage questions. You can reach me at 720-307-7347. If you don't get me, leave a voicemail. And I'll respond back to your question on the next Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. So we're in the middle of a series on how to make it through the holidays without killing your partner. Last session, part one, I talked about how to make it through financially. If you haven't listened to that one, be sure to go back one episode and check it out. Today, I'm going to talk about part two. And part two is all about sharing the work. There is a lot of work around the holidays. That's why stress levels go up. There's so much extra stuff to do on top of your already busy life. Think about all the things that come with the holidays. Extra meal planning, extra decorating, extra visiting or travel, extra presents, all sorts of things goes into the holidays. So stress levels go up. And stress levels go up in particular in marriages when there's an uneven workload to execute all of the tasks. So the episode today is all about that. How do we share the workload going through the holidays? You do not want to feel like the bulk of the workload is on you. If you feel like that, you're probably going to feel resentful through the holidays and that's going to linger on into the new year. So you want to nip it in the bud early by having some discussions with your partner. And today we're gonna to talk about how do we share the workload through the holidays? Because it's very easy for the workload to get uneven. You may have an uneven balance or tendency in your marriage to begin with. One of you may be more of the task master and one of you may be more of the person who likes to relax. That just is, it is how it is. You know, a lot of us have wiring that way because of our background and our upbringing. And so it's very important, despite our background, despite our bent, to talk through how can we make it through the holidays where it feels like we have an even workload. So we're going to go through some steps. The first one is discuss all the tasks that are required. Sit down with your partner and make a list. What are all the tasks that are required for us to make it through the holidays? What do we have to do? Here's some examples. We have to decorate the outside of the house. We have to decorate the inside of the house. We have to make some special snacks and treats. We have to make a special dinner or a special meal. We have to decorate the tree. We have to do Christmas shopping, et cetera, et cetera. We have to send out Christmas cards. We have to coordinate with the kennel for the pets. We have to coordinate with the babysitter to come over and watch the cats. Whatever it is, think through what are all the tasks that we have to do to make it through the holidays. That's step one. You want to see a list, because only then will you see all that's required. That makes you aware of what's going on and how much work there is to do for the holidays. So that's step one, make a list of all the tasks. Step two, decide which you'll do separate and which tasks you'll do together. So when you look at the the task list, now it's time to look through the list and think about okay which of these tasks will i do and which of these tasks will you do and which tasks will we do together you want a little bit of both you want to blend you want to have three categories of tasks the ones i will do the ones you will do and the ones we'll do together that keeps it balanced because you don't want it to be We do all of them together because that may not be efficient or feasible and you don't want it all to be your task and my task because then we're not operating together as a team in the moment. So you want to have a blend. My tasks, your tasks, and tasks we're doing together. So one example in my marriage is that I tend to be in charge of decorating the house on the outside. My wife tends to be in charge of decorating the house on the inside. So that's one way that we split up the workload. Another example is I tend to be in charge of the nice Christmas meal. So I'll be thinking ahead about that, asking what people want, making the grocery list, getting it, and probably cooking most of it. My wife is in charge of the presents. So she's the one that will be getting all the stocking stuffers and ordering the presents for our kids. She tends to do that. And so you have to split it up. Then the things we do together is more on the actual christmas day so we'll be you know doing finishing touches together we'll be helping each other in the kitchen together we'll be you know sitting down obviously and doing the celebrations together Uh, we'll be planning together you know so we have these three categories and you need them too tasks i will do tasks you will do tasks we will do the nice thing with splitting it up that way is you'll get to see if it's even it prevents the tasks from falling primarily to one person. If you're the partner who tends to want to relax more, it's helpful when you see all the things that have to be done. And if you see, wow, my partner is normally, they do 12 of those things and I do like one. It will help raise your awareness and make you more mindful of how uneven the holidays tend to be. And the, the partner who tends to do a lot of the tasks, it helps them to see the list so that they feel some hope and feel like, we're gonna share this workload. It's not all on me anymore, because that makes me resent you. And so when you split it up and you see it visually, it makes it easier to make sure it stays roughly even, because then you're looking at the tasks. And now it's not just a matter of how many tasks, because you also have to consider how long and how complicated are each of these tasks. Some of the tasks may take 30 minutes. Others may take three hours. So it's not just the number of tasks, but it's also how long each task will take, you know, roughly. So that's number two. You wanna write out all of the tasks as far as these are the ones I'm gonna do, these are the ones you're gonna do, these are the ones we're gonna do, so that you can look at it and make sure it feels roughly fair and even. The third thing to consider to share this workload Once you create this list and you divvy up who's going to do what is be dependable. Do your part. Don't say you're going to do X, Y, and Z, and then you don't follow through. That'd be the worst thing to do. That's going to create frustration and resentment in your partner. Be a dependable person. Keep your word. Have integrity. If you say you're going to do X, Y, and Z, then do it. You may need to also discuss when these things need to be done because a lot of us have different timetables. Partner A may think, oh, you're doing that task? And they may think in their head, that should be done by tomorrow. You may be thinking in your head, that can be done by next Sunday or a week from now. So when you're developing this list and you're divvying it up, also talk about time frame. When should each of these things be done? What order should they be done in? so that you're on the same page because this goes down to being dependable because your partner may think you're not being dependable because you haven't done it but you may be thinking it doesn't need to be done yet I can still do that in a couple days so make sure you're clarifying expectations on when things should be done so that your partner doesn't misinterpret your lack of execution as being undependable because it might just be you don't think it needs to be done yet So you need to flush it out. Flush it out. Talk about it. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what you're going to do. Here's what we can do. And when should each of these items occur? Now, there might be some items that you disagree on when they should occur. If that happens, bounce the ball. Share power. Try to find a compromise. So if partner A thinks a task should happen tomorrow, partner B thinks it should happen in three days compromise on the middle. We'll do it in two days, or I'll get that done in two days. How about that? We'll meet in the middle. Try to stay flexible. Stay away from this stubbornness where you dig in your heels and you get agitated and you have to have things your way and you won't budge. That's toxic. Stay malleable. So if you have a difference in opinion on when things should happen, try to meet in the middle. Try to strike a compromise. The fourth thing to consider to share the workload is readjust as needed. This means as you start executing, you you have your list of tasks, you've divvied it up with what I'm gonna do, what you're gonna do, what we're gonna do, you've talked about roughly when it should happen, you've compromised on those timeframes. As you start implementing it and executing, some of those things may take less time than you thought. Some of those things may take way more time than you thought. So feel free to recheck in and make adjustments as needed as you go along. Because if you're a, you're the partner who has a task, and let's say you thought it would take an hour, but it's more complicated than you expected, now it's taking three hours, that might mean you, you would love for your partner to take on a few of your other tasks, because this task took way longer than you expected. That's the kind of thing to watch out for. That may not happen. But if it does, just watch out for it. Because once you make this plan, it's not set in stone, it's not rigid, because there needs to be some level of flexibility to adjust for what happens. Because some tasks could take longer than you think, some tasks could take shorter than you think. So readjust as needed. So those are four ways to make it through the holidays without killing your partner by setting expectations with workloads, sharing the workloads. Number one is discuss all the tasks needed. Number two, decide which you'll do together and separate. And three, be dependable on the plan. And the number four, readjust as needed. The call to action is to go to my website, drwyattfisher.com forward slash pages forward slash freebies. And I'm going to make a free PDF on all the content in this series, this four part series. You'll see the free PDF there. It's going to summarize the bullets of each episode and it will provide some discussion questions so you and your partner can talk these things through and implement them. So go to my website for that free PDF, drwyattfisher.com forward slash pages forward slash freebies. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to click the five stars and leave a quick review. I really appreciate your reviews. They help the podcast appear higher in search results so more people can find it. The best way to pay it forward if you appreciate this podcast is tell one person about it today. Would you do that? Tell one person about the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast if you think they could benefit from it like you have. Remember, your marriage is alive. If you care for it and nurture it, it will grow. But if you deprive it and neglect it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up to you. Take care.